have to understand most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system that they will fight to protect it. Black turn cold and the stars look down and you'd hug yourself on the cold, cold ground. You wake the morning in a stranger's coat but no one would you see. Ask yourself who'd watch for me, my only friend. Who could it be? It's hard to say it, I hate to say it, but it's probably me. I'm on that red bell shit for real. When your bell is empty and the hunger's so real, you're too proud to beg. Too dumb to steal You search the city For your only friend No one will you see Ask yourself Who'd watch for me A solitary voice To speak out and set me free I hate to say it I hate to say it But it's probably me Not the easiest person I ever got to know. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. CFR Network, CFR News. Good day, good night. Shalom, Balance Paradise. Hola, Niha, Bonjour, all of the uh, universal greetings. I am a diligently working hard in the lamp, and I have two special guests with me. Um, we are going to explore, discuss um, First Amendment lawful protected activities, PNAC, um, and everything in between. Welcome to the broadcast, gentlemen. How are we today? We're doing great, man. Thanks for having us on, man. It's an honor to even be asked to do this. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. You're most welcome. I mean, you're 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 out there, you know, putting your 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 physicality um on the line to 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 provide uh, content and to teach uh lessons in essence. So thank you for the work that you've been doing. Obviously, I'm all all the way over here, thousands of miles away, but the activity, the intent, um it translates globally. So thank you for your work, guys. Appreciate it. I appreciate that, Doc. Um, introduce yourself <laughs> to, the, uh, to the siblings and listeners. Um, give a, a, a very brief um, caption of, of who, you, who, who, who both of you are. Well, I'm Fake Mike. I've um, been an activist now for about 15, 16 years. Done everything from 
radio to direct activism. I was doing a lot of stuff below the radar, had some, some dope interviews, we did some dope confrontations, but when I met uh, Mr. America here from Auditing America, he had a huge platform and uh, I used the law of attraction and I was able to amplify my message to a lot of people. That message in short is nonpartisan, peaceful and use the Socratic method. Excellent. Elaborate before you go, um, AA. Could you elaborate on the last uh, word you said? Socratic, did you say? Socratic method. So the Socratic method, in my estimation, is just the best way to come to, to truth and get people to collaborate uh, in, a, in a conversation way. And instead of attacking people, we have a lot of uh, polarization going on in the world right now. The Socratic method is just a continual questioning till you find out what's the truth. So if you want, we can go through an example of it later uh, or examples of it. But yeah, I think uh, everyone should definitely check out the Socratic method. Most definitely. And AA for yourself, if you want to give a, um, a, a brief sort of uh, intro, sir. Sure. Um, well, my name is Enrique. Uh, some people know me better as Auditing America. I have a YouTube channel uh, that focus on the First Amendment of the United States Constitution. Uh, we have gotten the eyes from other people in, in other countries as well. Uh, and and uh, the, uh, the way that the, we do our content is that we show up to government uh, offices and we uh, peacefully uh, exercise our First Amendment right granted by the United States Constitution to exercise freedom of the press. And what we do is we do a test. We walk in there and uh, we ask questions and we conduct uh, official business and we document our interaction with the government and we, uh, and we find out if they were respectful, courteous, professional to us and uh, honoring their oath to the United States Constitution because uh, all these people swear that they are going to honor uh, the Constitution of the United States. Yes. And that very serious. Uh, and uh, we want everyone out there to, all, to, to take a look and check up on their government employees so that we can have a better uh, country and a better world if everybody uh, start doing the same thing in every country. It may, may not be the First Amendment in another country, but they have uh, public photography laws. And uh, I'm not aware about other countries' uh, rights, but I would assume that it'd be great if everyone could uh, share the same right in every country. Agreed. And the, the, the most interesting and strange thing about it is when you enter said um, public accessible areas, they're littered with CCTV cameras. But yeah, a member of the public can walk in there and for some strange reason, they take exception to it and say, well, I don't want to be filmed. What are you going to do with the, with, with the recording? And as I say, logic should, should sort of kick in at this point and think, well, there's cameras everywhere. At the, my place of business, 
when I leave my place of business, there's cameras. I'm constantly recorded. So, like, what's the problem? To add insult to injury, if we were the mainstream news walking in there with cakes of makeup on our face and we had a key script and we had uh, a big farmer corporate logo instead of a actual amulet of transparency, a whisk, then people would be like, oh, let me fix my hair. News at seven. Hey, that's what's up. And they think nothing. That there's a camera over them working all day. There's cameras over there. And not only that, they think nothing of the NSA illegally spying on Americans. That happened in 2013, almost that revelation. <laughs> it's been going on for way longer. It came in 2013, almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. Nobody's batting an eye at that one. But when we come in there with our cell phones, uh, all hell breaks loose, unfortunately. Yeah, it's 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 so str- cognitive dissonance. It's ego, especially with the with law enforcement. I find a lot of your interactions, um, it's ego, which is driving the um, the encounter and dragging the encounter. When you're clear and precise, and you say, "Look, this is what I'm doing. I haven't broken any laws. I can't see any trespassing signs. Look, I'm not doing anything wrong. This is what I'm doing." You know. It, at that point it should be okay yeah no problem just wanted to ask no worries as long as long as you don't go in and whatever because they always want to get the last words <laughs> but that should be it you're right and a lot of it is ego and a lot of it is yeah, you're talking about cognitive dissonance and i think that's a huge part of it i'm sure there's other psychological factors at play but i mean it's not only this situation too if you take a look at what's going on with the rona i mean you have people believing different things every other day as it's gospel. Uh, my grandmother, she's a big Catholic and she sends texts all the time. Hey, Will, pay grandkids, pray for the aborted people, pay for the aborted babies. You know, that's one of her biggest issues, abortion. Uh, and then when she asked me on Zoom, hey, uh, Mike, did you get your vaccine? And I said, well, grandma, I'm not a, I'm not a particularly religious person whatsoever, but I, I don't know how I feel, but I think that there is something bigger than myself. I would tend to believe that. And so I, I framed it in a way that my grandma might understand. I said, well, grandma, I, I believe in God. And knowing that they test these products on aborted fetal cells, I cannot in good conscience yeah. use them. And then next time she asked me, hey, Will, did you get your vaccine? So when you're when the cognitive dissonance is that thick that your number one issue you're presented with that you're confronted with that and it does it doesn't even it doesn't even register to you that there's something insanely wild going on and, and that's the products of chemicals in the food and the water and, and the media and the government and academia yes. and the cyber uh, engineers going back a long time but it's it's remarkable on on all sides of the fence that's I think that is is the biggest problem that that we have to face right now. Agreed. It's, 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 we have to give the, the powers that should have never have been credit for their maniacal and sophisticated plan that they have this subtle fooling system. Cause I think that that's the, 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 the breeding ground where all this starts because without the fooling system, AKA the schooling system, where do we learn from? We learn from our peers. We learn from our direct family, our, 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 our you know, distant family, um, you know, from, from actually doing things, from practically doing things. That's how we learned before this institutionalized sort of education system came into effect. And what that does, 
is puts us into these little stupid boxes, you know, limits our potential, stops us from asking questions. Oh, no, that's too many questions. That's too many whys. That's too many who's. That's too many where's. You've only got three of each every day. Outside of that, if we don't dictate it, that's what you need to regurgitate on after. Yeah, and like you said, the the education system was brought to you, at least here in the United States, by those those very same powers that should have never been the Rockefellers. I don't. I'm, we're using my phone right here, but anybody can just Google the uh, the Board of Education Rockefeller, and basically one of the the nonprofits that was set to spawn public education in the United States was founded by the Rockefellers, uh, financed by them heavily. And just read the quote of the philosophy of the General Board of Education financed by Rockefeller. It's right on Wikipedia. Basically says in a perfect world, we're not gonna rise up any scientists or doctors or lawyers. We have ample supply of them, but uh, we're gonna mold them in their unyielding docility. And we're not gonna, we have enough people that, that write art and literature. Um, we're not gonna do that with this. It's, it's, it's incredible what they openly state they wanna do. And, and they've gotten just that. The crazy thing is, is, as you say, with the power and wonders of technology, we all walk around with pocket computers in our, you know, with us in our handbags or in our pockets. And at any point, we can verify the root of certain things. Someone says something to you and you're like, that doesn't sound right. Or that sounds crazy. So what would you do? Logically, you should verify, right? But no one seems to do this unless you've got a white coat on and a stethoscope. Or if you're on the television and you're presented as a reporter or, or a news presenter, the information that comes out of the layman, especially to your, your close circle, your family, means nothing. Oh, Mad Mike again. What's he talking about? He's crazy. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest thing. Um, you, you're more likely to be able to pass valid information and, and someone to actually think about it and maybe even act on it and research it to someone you don't know a passing stranger you could say one or two things to and that might spark something in their brain like wait a minute what did that guy just say <laughs> yeah i think it's you've got to do both you just got to try to plant as many seeds as you can and and do what you can i was working on a job one week where we had like 200 employees in the whole place so every week it would be like i would work with a different person so I just told all the other employees, hey, I, I just told them, hey, you ever hear about Tower 7 on 9-11? And told them a couple of facts. Next week I came back, only one person said something to me. Nobody else followed up, but this one kid was like, yo, I watched that. And I showed my dad, that's crazy. I thought you were crazy, but then I checked it. So, you know, the good thing is though, <clears throat> nobody is going back to sleep. We are waking people up. Yeah. So, uh, we, we need to we need to continue to do that in every nonviolent way possible because we, we are also uh, in a race against time. 100%. So AA, jumping back to you, what yes, what got you on this this journey that you that you're currently on now? What was the 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 the, the catalyst that said, wait a minute, I'm not sitting at home anymore. I'm actually going to go out there and, and actually you know, you utilize my, my first amendment rights and go out and do this? Um, well, 
before I I started doing these videos uh, in 2018. It's been a little bit over three years. Mm -hmm. um, but ever since I was like a teenager, uh, uh, maybe 17, 18, 19, I always used to watch police videos on the internet. And I uh, always like to to see the citizens that stand up and 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 know the law. Yes. That's how I saw. Oh, this 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 guy knows the law, and and it's not a matter about knowing the law. It's a matter about knowing your rights. So as long as you're not breaking the law, which is common sense, once you're breaking the law, I mean there are some some laws that need to be deleted. I would assume. Um, but yeah, that's another story for today. Yeah, that's a whole different story. But, you know, there, like, for example, in Nevada, you could go to jail for um, jaywalking, okay? Wow. Police officers tackle me on the ground, okay? <coughs> for jaywalking, bro. And then uh, charge me with resistance best. Is jaywalking for most states is just like a, a, a ticketable offense, right? If you're it's crossing in, a, in, in an area that there is not a crosswalk. <laughs> so pretty much you go to jail for, 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 be, for being free. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> great. I mean, what's, what is there? sort of thought process behind jaywalking is it, is it to eliminate pedestrians from being in the road and potentially causing traffic accidents maybe the answer is very simple the, the the excuse is safety there's always they're never going to tell you the real reason but the excuse is safety they they don't want people to get hit by cars right but what it really is it's, it's generating revenue well, yeah i that's, thought so yeah that's what it, yeah <clears throat> yeah because uh in the state of florida uh, I mean, you. If anything, you can call me a a, a repeated jaywalker offender or whatever. Because, I mean, dude, I like we do a lot of walking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> do a lot of walking, and you're not gonna tell me that I have to cross all the way down there. Okay, for all the way down there, when the place I need to go is right here. Yeah. Especially when so I'm not going to walk all the way down there to cross, to walk all the way back just because some dumb rule. No, I don't agree with that. That jaywalking law needs to be deleted. I went to jail for that, bro. <laughs> what the? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Is, Do people go to jail for that in the UK? No, they certainly don't. Um, if they no, it's not a no, it's not it's, it's an arrestable offense. Basically, they can arrest you for impeding traffic um under the road. Now, let's be clear: there's laws, there's statutes, and there's policies. Acts and po policies they, mean they, nothing. They, they, they need to stop taking people to jail for jaywalking anyway. But going back to the answer to, to your to your question, how I, what got me started? So then I came across uh, First Amendment audit videos. I came across uh, High Desert Community Watch. I usually don't give 
don't don't shout out any eh, 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 really anybody. <laughs> I'm I'm here, bro, because I support anybody that 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 supports me. But um, a lot of these channels uh, at yeah. first they were my friends. Then my I started getting a little bit more numbers, and 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 then and then these people don't want to like talk um. to me for no reason or something. So I don't really talk about it. But yeah, I started watching. Um, High Desert community watch. I think, I think he was pretty cool. And then I'm like, oh man, I, I, I think I want to do this. And okay. I started, I kept, came across other channels and other channels. And I did, and I, and I did a little bit of um, kind of studying, right? <laughs> audits from all the videos that I've seen. And one day I said, hey, I'm going, I'm going out. <laughs> Where are you going? I'm gonna do a first amendment audit. Oh, what? What the hell is that? <laughs> my family told me, what the hell is that? I said, relax. I am an expert. <laughs> Good. Don't do that. I explained, don't do that. You're gonna go. I, I said, I'm only going to the uh, military installation, guys. <laughs> that was my first video. Ah. And I went to the military installation in uh, Cranston. Cranston, Rhode Island. Uh, that's uh, the smallest state in the country. Shout out to Rhode Island. Rhode Island. My boy, uh, Providence. Providence. Wow. In the Providence. House. I know about that. <laughs> yeah. Providence uh, uh, is uh, the home of my, my boy, Will. And um, it's like my second home, too, because... That's where my channel was born. You know, I, I, I am from I am from Florida, mm -hmm. uh, but you know we're always in different states. Yes. So, but I am from Florida. I'm I'm actually I was born in Puerto Rico, but I was raised. My parents moved to Florida when I was uh, uh, a young kid. But Puerto Rico is also the United States. It's also part of the United States. Exactly. Yes. Um. So my parents moved over so here. So you're bilingual was... then, right, senor? Say what? You're bilingual then, right, senor? Si. <laughs> si. Hablo español. Um, poquete, yeah. poquete. <laughs> so I went out, did the audit at the military installation, and got arrested on my first video. <laughs> Man, how quick, how quick was the arrest? Oh man, I own them. And then they, they figured it out that I own them. And they're like, whoa, they're gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna sue us or something if we let go right now. So they made it worse and and frame me with a disorderly conduct charge what? when I was never being disorderly. <laughs> I was doing nothing but recording. And then they charged me with obstruction, disorderly conduct. Man, all these cases. I kept on doing videos. I have almost a thousand videos together with um my brother right here so mm, disorderly conduct don't you need stop hey so I, seven times doing this <laughs> in three years <laughs> a thousand videos a thousand videos seven arrests so the numbers are in in my favor you know the, the numbers are good but seven, yes. I still, keep in mind i still went to jail for not doing nothing wrong and not yeah. breaking at all so imagine getting arrested seven times illegally bro so, all right, then, here's a question. And on, a video, 
and on video. Yes, and but, it's all documented. Most important. Uh, 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 me personally, I don't know if you uh, if you ever heard me saying this, but I always say this. Me personally, I don't want to sue the police department because the people are the ones that are going to pay. Pay, of course, but ultimately, I, yeah. The citizens. I don't want the citizens' money. You know, mm -hmm. I want. Uh, I want if I can sue the police officer himself, and he can pay me from 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 his yeah from his hard-earned money. And I wish it would be it wouldn't be as a police officer because then he'd be paying me still with tax money. So until I can have the police officer who illegally arrest me work and no longer work for the for for the for the city. Mm -hmm. And, and be able to pay with hard-earned money from himself, like other people, when they get sued, then I'll sue them. But I can't, uh, then it, then people are gonna say, oh, uh, double A, Auditing America is doing this for the money. <laughs> I can, I, I have so many videos, I can be I can be rich right now if I sue. I don't sue nobody, because yeah. I don't need the, I don't see the, I don't need the, the people's money. And and ultimately, it's it's not about that because I can I, I, I'm pretty sure I've heard of. Not about that. I started doing this. I never said. Do you really think that you know? Okay. Do you really think anyone that starts up a YouTube channel knows that they're gonna be like, oh, okay, wow, I'm gonna reach a hundred thousand subscribers and then two hundred thousand subscribers. Wow, a hundred million combined views mm -hmm. on the internet. Ah, bro, you never think. I have multiple multiple videos. That have surpassed uh, one million views, you know. Yes. And, and before that was only like a dream, bro. Mm. Now we we continue, you know. Every every month we get yeah. uh, we get good numbers. Yeah, listen, uh, listen. I know y'all are getting good numbers. I I see. I I binge when I've got time. I just binge out on the channel, just going back and back, video after video after video, just just yeah, absorbing it. Go look most popular. It gives you a whole list of videos with hundreds of thousands of views on each one. And so the good I, the good thing is the good thing is that YouTube haven't deleted your channel because I, I, I don't necessarily mess around with YouTube like that no more. They, they, how many channels? I've had two channels deleted. Um, one point was it one point four or one point five million um, wow. subs on that, and yeah, that was within nine months as well. Jesus Christ! So yeah, uh, it, it's good and it's wonderful to see those numbers and it's great to see the interaction and stuff. But when they, when the, when the this boob tube corporation <laughs> um, has the power just to say, you know what, I don't like what you're saying. You're inciting too much thought here. Uh, you know, you, if, if you're gonna, yeah. if you're gonna degrade women and all that kind of stuff, you know, we're fine with that. Yeah, no, that's something we're all, we all, uh, everybody that's in the, on the platform, everybody is aware of, you know, and we are under, we're, we're working on a platform that, that is giving us a free service. Mm -hmm. So we have to, we have to go, uh, also it's a platform, it's such a great platform. YouTube is uh, uh, one of the most used platforms in, in the world, uh, along with uh, Facebook and others. Mm -hmm. uh, 
They can, uh, I mean, you know, you know how I feel about private property, bro. Yes. This is private property. Hey, I, we may not like some of the rules, <clears throat> but we have to, we have to follow the, uh, the, the, the rules uh, of, of your house or of anybody's uh, private property. So until we have our own money to open up our own platform that could be as big as YouTube and get us our, our, our numbers the way that we're doing it on YouTube, mm -hmm. uh, then we're still going to continue here and everywhere else. You know, we're, been, we're, we're working on other platforms that videos can get deleted. What is it that you... BitChute? You on BitChute and stuff? I'm on BitChute. He's not on BitChute, really. Well, the problem that he brings up is... is an opportunity or a problem, depending on how you look at it, is, you know, to your point, YouTube is, is you know, I, I believe I'm a staunch advocate for private property, just as he is. When they do things that are criminal, criminal and they work with the government, then they open themselves up to litigation that hasn't been pursued, but they're getting even special handouts from the government. But the, the, the important thing is, yeah, we do need a new platform. I feel like a lot of these other platforms like BitChute, I thought it was like kind of all right for a while, but if you look up BitChute just on Google, it's going to say it's a far right white supremacist site. So that's already tainted. There's it's, it's not all that there, yeah. But there's a lot of it, right? That's already yes. a, a tainted thing, and you, you get these echo chambers. What we need is something that's going to not cater to the left, cater to the right. We're going to need to find something, preferably with blockchain technology. You know, there's other platforms like DLive that started out pretty good. And there's a lot of content creators from even outside the truth community that were producing there. And then Justin Sun's company there basically made a statement saying that they're not for free speech. So uh, that, that's one of the, the things that we're going to need to develop. And so if there's any coders out there, holler at me. I suppose they got people, but I need a new coder. So, yeah. That's an excellent well, point. That's an ex build it and they will come. Ultimately, it needs to be created, yep. um, and you know we will be there to uh, to create the content. Because think about it, it, it's the truthers, it's the animators who created the platform that we know today as YouTube, aka BoobTube. If it wasn't us, if it wasn't for the other people, the the lecturers, the researchers, putting out credible, excellent documentaries and information. No one would no people were watching YouTube to watch fights and, and women shake their ass and stuff. They wasn't looking at it to learn anything of any, any real value or get any real information from it. It was just a bit of a joke thing before. But now we can we see the power in it based upon the platform being utilized and the content being created. And you know, slowly but surely we're seeing ABC on there, we're seeing Fox News on there, BBC, and historically it was all independent channels. Yeah, and even even the History Channel, even Bill Gates' YouTube channels, they'll if they're talking about the JFK assassination or September 11th or whatever, or vaccines, even when Bill Gates has a channel about talking about vaccines, they'll throw context up mm -hmm. and they'll say, COVID-19, safe and effective, or JFK was killed by a lone crazy guy, Lee Harvey Oswald, end yeah. of story. And they'll, I mean, so it's, it's gotten to the place where they're even censoring the people that are telling us to be censored so it's quite ridiculous bizarro world what what's good is bad and what's bad is good these days it, it's 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 interesting terrible but a beautiful time to be alive would you agree gentlemen i would say definitely i mean it's a lot better than having to live in uh 
in China in the 1500s or Japan in the 1500s or any pretty much any time before this was was not as good as this. The, you know, even our our grandfathers were storming the beaches in Normandy to fight off Nazis. Uh, the least we can do is is I yeah. mean, I got a I got Wi-Fi. I'm I'm chilling. So yeah, I'm I'm happy to be living in this time. But yeah, do you think? We, we, or actually, you you asked the question way better. Oh, should I repeat it? Yeah, I, yeah. Okay, so it is a tumultuous, it is a crazy time, but it's also a beautiful time to be alive. Would you agree with that statement, A? If, 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 it's, uh, if it's crazy, chaotic, and beautiful all at the same time to be alive. Yeah. To be alive? Yeah. <clears throat> I agree. I That's, agree. That's the balance of it. That's the balance of, 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 of what life is, unfortunately and unfortunately. There are so many people at the moment which are unbalanced and all they're seeing is the chaos, the death and destruction, but they're not seeing the opportunity and, and, and the, uh, the options um, <laughs> and the challenges rather than the obstacles. It's all about having, you know, having a new pair of eyes and becoming a new person every day, learning and growing. But for some... That's a little hard. It's a little hard to get out of the comfort zone. Do something a little bit different. Challenge yourself, you know, meet someone new who's outside of maybe your, your culture or outside of your ethnicity. How about doing something as basic as that and, and, and dropping and lowering some of these barriers that we have? Yeah, out here in the U.S., the Black Lives Matter movement, and I don't fall under the spell of any particular ideology, left or right. So uh, just using this as an example, but the Black Lives Matter, I've been, me and this guy have been to protests all across the country. Most of the Black Lives Matter are a whole bunch of white people from the suburbs that never saw a black person in their real life. And they're simply, they claim to be Black Lives Matter, but they don't have one black friend in real life. So yeah. how you, you know, so it's like, it's, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> It, it really is. It, it's it's a movie that I think, unfortunately, with the, the whole the whole plane of existence is taking part. In. We haven't got a script. Some people have got scripts. Some people are, ob are obviously getting paid for this movie that that's been that we've been in for the last almost two years. But you know, us, we have no scripts. You know, we're just playing out this comedy, this disaster movie, this this sci-fi film. You know, this docu series. It's this forever ending, man. <laughs> you know but as you say and i'm because your boots on the ground you are seeing people who are waking up who are maybe not you know all the way there yet but they're they're slowly but surely waking from their slumber they're actually challenging thoughts and potentially authority that's an excellent thing yeah i mean even just going out there on a day-to-day one of the, I mean, we get, one of the most common things they'll arrest us for, and the law will be different in different states, is either disorderly conduct or disturbing the peace. And we've asked, when in fact, it's them, the ones that are engaged in those crimes, mm -hmm. okay? Because they're disturbing our peace. And their job, and they're, and they are the peace. Peace. their job is to keep the order and the peace, and they're being disorderly. <laughs> and so they get us on disorderly conduct, and 
one of the things that you can see will will get people's gears thinking in their head is when I'll ask officers, when specifically does the First Amendment end and disorderly conduct or disturbing the peace begin? We have never gotten an answer because it's entirely subjective. It's an anti-free yes. speech law that they've cooked up. And when you're talking about the approach, the approach is key too. Uh, so we try to be polite, but not only that too, a lot of these law enforcement people, they have preconceived notions in their mind, especially when we come up with, with snapbacks and I got a fake mic yeah. coming on. So they, they, they already have these preconceived notions. And that's one of the things, that's what he taught me. Where it, you don't have to come in there with a suit and all that. You know what I'm saying? The, the First Amendment is for everybody. The yes. king doesn't have to write you something, right? So the approach is to be polite is good too. And I, I've failed at this many times. I've yelled, weird, said all sorts of terrible stuff to people. But when you can actually talk to them in a way that's saying, hey, you guys took an oath to this, right? This is, you guys took a sacred oath when you took this job to protect our freedoms. And you read quotes from the Declaration of Independence and you remind them of these things. You try to give an impassioned plea about freedom that can compel some people and you can't whip the, everybody's different too. So you got to listen and, and assess the situation. But I mean, it does help. And then the fact that, I mean, he's, he's got his videos where we'll go and maybe nothing will even happen, but I will get in some talking points about tower seven or the NSA or something like that. And that will reach a whole bunch of people who are only going to watch auditing videos yes. and have no idea about that. So just, just getting out there, you could get out there with a sign, you can do man on the street videos, make memes, do anything. But yeah, people do need to get out there because as I said earlier, time is definitely of the essence. A hundred percent. I mean, would you have thought in the year of 2000 and to say 17 that we would have gone through this zombie apocalypse? Uh, 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 what, what, what do you think? Uh, in 2017, do you think you could have predicted the way things are right now? Could you even have imagined the way the world is right now? Mm-mm. There's shit that we still don't even know. Where's shit that could be, that, that the government could be hiding and shit? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't predict shit. <laughs> what about you? Well, I mean, honestly, I thought that the New World Order was going to come one day or another. I thought it would be 20, 30, 40 years in the future and I'd be an old man and I could kind of half-ass get involved in it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'd have to fight too much. I, I definitely, I, 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 it, never, it never really crossed my, my mind that Joe Biden was going to be the president of the United oh, States. Gosh. Or that they would tell you, stay in your house. <laughs> you not worship your God. Yeah. Do not open this. We're gonna rip your family members apart at a funeral. I don't think anyone. And wear and, and wear this mask, loser. Yeah. 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 Did you see the girl who says get the 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 teacher in the U.S. She's a middle school teacher, and she flips out. She's like, on your nose, on your nose. I swear to goodness gracious, if I miss my Harry Styles concert this weekend, because she's wow. <laughs> that. Well, did you, did you ever in a million years see this coming? Nope. As you as you as you said, I I knew it was coming, but I didn't think it was, it was going to be coming this soon. I we I thought maybe 2030, 2040, something like that. 
but they've clearly put a, a fast forward in regards to their plan. And what the, the sad thing about it is, because it's kind of worked so good for them, it, 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 they're, they're really like feeling it. They're like, yeah, man, look, we got all of these lemmings and sheep <laughs> to fucking take this fucking thing, man. Like, we did it. Like, what, what can we do next? Just tell them, I always say this, I always make this analogy. The next thing they're going to do is they're going to say, hold your breath. <laughs> and that's going to protect you. <laughs> you know, it, it honestly wouldn't surprise me at this point with all we've been through in the last couple of years. Before, it would take them, they would have agendas that would be for a while. And yeah. now the agenda, the agenda's still there. But it would be like a, a storyline, a theme that they run with for a long time. But now the lies and the and the paradigm is shifting faster and faster. Things are changing, like like never before. So if if if, if the recent events of the world haven't inspired you to, to do something, I mean, geez, just look at New Zealand, look at Australia, oh. look at Canada, look at where we are right here in the U.S., the U.K. Yikes, dude! It's uh, it's really it's really scary. And I'm an optimist, and I, I I'm still an, an unflinching optimist, but. We definitely, we definitely gonna hunker down and do some shit, non-violently, of course. Exactly. I, I really think that non-compliance is the way. I think if, you know, uh, there's thirty-five percent of people who really know, kind of like this isn't right. Something needs to be done. But I think there needs to be more, uh, more of a percentage to get to that tipping point. So, in regards to the non-compliance. Not yeah. just uh, the you know people who have independent entrepreneurialism shops or what businesses. I'm talking about police officers, fire, retail. You know there needs to be a number of people saying nope, that's it. For for even if it's for one day globally across this plane of existence, that would make people way oh whoa whoa well okay okay well, what what do you guys want? What do you want to do again? Yeah, yeah we can do that. We we can do that. <laughs> Just go back to work. <laughs> That's it. That's all we have to do. And it's the, the plan as simple as that is, you know, you just, we just got to get to the point where it's a little bit more people that know us up and just have exhibit one display of, uh, and, and, you know, honestly, it could, it could even happen tomorrow. I mean, I saw some people throwing stuff and trying to break through the walls of, of one of the Rothschild mansions about a month ago. And I think it would be great if we didn't throw anything at them, but if we peacefully occupied the outside on the public area, or we did the same thing around the Federal Reserve or the CIA or the Bank of England or, or wherever it is. And I always say, yeah, we've got to get enough people, get, get enough people active, and then it can be like the final scene of V for Vendetta where we walk shoulder to shoulder and they just... We just, that's, it's ours at that point. So yeah, I, I could not agree with you more. Yeah, an excellent analogy in regards to V from Vendetta. That um, movie serves many different purposes, but the, the, the ultimate, you know, the, the, the surface layer of that movie is a, a good kind of um, symbol of change. When you delve in a little bit deeper, it's, it's, it, it can reveal something else, but... The, uh, the veneer of that film is excellent. I would love to have a conversation with you one day where you kind of break all that stuff down too, because uh, 
It, that's that's some fat. That's that'd be fat. Yeah. What, what do you think the uh, the underlying current is there? It's it's controlled opposition in essence. The most easiest way to say it, it's like um, as people say with uh, Mr. Jones, he's you know some people. I mean, he does provide some excellent information. Um, he said a lot of stuff which has come to pass. Um, but he said so much stuff and he's, he's with so many people. People have naturally said this guy is controlled opposition. This dude is being paid. And if he's not being paid, you know, something nefarious is taking place in regards to this guy. Um, there always has to be an, a, a quote-unquote outlier. There's, the world, there's always going to be someone who's going to come into a group or to an organization to obtain information, to steer the, the energy and the, the direction of that movement. There's, that's always going to happen, unfortunately. We've just got to be wise enough um, as, as, as doves, um, sorry, harmless as doves and wise as serpents, so we can understand, understand, and even overstand what's going on in front of us. Is this real? Should I follow this person? <laughs> you know, this, this movement? Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's terrifying for some, but as we're alluding to and as we're talking to, light attracts light and we're, at, we're in a, a time and a position where people are starting to ask questions. It's just a scary time. You know, it's, just, it's scary to ask those questions. And also it's scary to actually go out there and do something. Not well, just for yourself, but like what you guys are doing. I mean, do you, I know you guys are kind of veterans at it now, but in the early days, like was this, did you get like adrenaline dumps when you was having these sort of um, conversations with law enforcement, et cetera? I mean, you, you get the adrenaline still. I mean, I was assaulted on Sunday twice by a Boston police captain. You can find that video on Auditing America. And then I was jumped on. I still have bruises and scars from that, from this Sunday. Um, so there's a bunch of, I mean, you know, I was just lucky my video didn't get deleted. And then I never know what we're going to get, bro. And not only that, so too. So it's always, you know, a little bit, I, I'm always uh, somewhat uh, nervous. Mm -hmm. Especially Not when you're walking lie. up to Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton and shouting them down, asking them about it. Well, we have to do it. You know? so, I mean, we're not breaking the law. So that's all I'm concerned about. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not breaking the law, then, then it should all be good, right? That's what that's. I just don't want to be a bitch. That's, that's about it. I'm just, I just don't want to be a bitch. I'm not just going to sit there when we have uh, the illegal wars, the Patriot Act, we have human trafficking and say I sat here and did nothing about it. So I'm just not a bitch. I, it, it's actually scarier to not do anything and then just let these psychopaths dominate you even further. We've all, we've all seen already where this ends up and we're living, breathing it right now. That's, you couldn't have said it any, any can, um, clearer. It's, we can see the road <laughs> we can see where this is going, man, and it's not a good place, man. It's well, at what point do these lemons have to say, "Wait a minute, this, this, this can't be right." At what point, when, when they say, "Go get the knife in the drawer and just cut one of your little fingers off," um, and that will help the cause? Like, uh, does it need to affect you? Do you actually need to go through it and then say, "Oh, sugar, oh shit"? I, I, I think that's really what it is. I think people need to affect it. I think. Uh, 
a lot. I, I, I've talked, I've interviewed so many different activists. Oh, why are you uh, an anti-vaccine advocate? Even before COVID-19, oh, my child was injured by a vaccine. Why are you yeah. a child protective services advocate? Oh, my child was stolen. I mean, there's some people, but you. the thing is the media focuses us to have empathy on things that are diversionary, like Kyle Rittenhouse, instead of having empathy for the child's traffic. I mean, we've got two big cases in the United States right now. One's Kyle Rittenhouse, one's Gillian Maxwell. And you're only hearing about one, and that's not Gillian Maxwell. Excellent point. Excellent point. I mean, I don't know too much about that situation. Is this the, that Rittenhouse guy? Is that the guy who sh shot someone with a with an assault rifle or something? Yeah, he uh, was at a protest, left-wing people, right-wing people kind of ganging up on each other. That's how it is, you know, Antifa, BLM versus the Proud Boys, the guys that like to dress up and LARP like a bunch of losers in Coos play. <laughs> Instead of uh, protesting the government, they'll go, they'll go fight each other with swords uh, and spray each other's stuff. So the whole reason, everyone's talking about that case right now. Uh, but the thing that people are missing is the reason that there were protesters there that night and counter protesters was because Jacob Blake, a black man, was tasered and assaulted by police in one day. Later that same day, he was shot seven times. So those people wouldn't even been protesting if it wasn't for uh, police killing yet another black man and accosting him and assaulting and nearly murdering him twice in one day. And according to recent statistics, according to the statistics we have, Police kill three people a day. And another study just showed that over half of police killings aren't even accounted for. So it's probably more like at least six or seven a day, uh, let alone kill every day. That is scary. That is. That is because I, I mean, we have, the police over here have, have firearms and there are police deaths in custody over here. Um, not obviously due to, well, there's been one firearm death. Um, prominent firearm deaths which caused major riots throughout the UK um, but generally they'll just assault them beat them up in in cells and all that kind of stuff until they're dead and leave them there for hours that's generally what happens here but it's not on the scale as it is in America the police seem to I don't know I, it's like they join no disrespect because there are good there's good in every um, position in in every gender you know there's good people everywhere but there's also bad people and it seems a lot of these police officers <laughs> or policy enforcers they're like they may have been bullied at high school or you know they're just they're just you know there's there's something there's some kind of malfunction going on there and and they go and put this uniform on and it's like they're 007 and they can do whatever they want there's this literally they can do whatever they want whenever they want whether in uniform off duty they can just flaunt the law they can ride around in, in in police vehicles with tags which are outdated for five plus months but as a citizen if you were driving around with tags which are expired well what would happen what would happen to me and i mean psychopaths disproportionately gravitate towards positions of power and Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts, absolutely. We've seen it with the Stanford Prison uh, experiment and many other psychological experiments. It's just drug, uh, power is a drug that humans can't control. That's why 
that's why government itself giving others authority over yourself in the first place is the problem because even people that may have ordinarily been altruistic in their endeavors they all of a sudden get to government they got this power well i mean my he is my friend and i couldn't hurt the business and then you start down the slippery slope but i mean yeah po- having power is an aphrodisiac unfortunately for most people yeah it's a most human thing so yeah we we got to uh try to make government as small as possible and in, in my estimation should be zero yeah i mean we do need some form of collective um governance of sorts but governing our mental that's something that we don't need you know so we we need systems in place i.e we need to have roads we need to have garbage you know waste disposal those kind of things water you can still have in a consensual way just the way it's practiced now is we we, we can't have it done that way of course things but just under a different way you know oh definitely i mean you know, um, harm to property, um, life, protection of life. These, these are the main things, you know, these are the main things that police officers, AKA policy enforcers should be doing. They shouldn't be just parked up on car, you know, and, and in laybys, hey, here we go. He's got his, his lights out. Let's see, let's see what I can get on this guy and you see how much tickets I can write him. Can I arrest him as well? Because they've got quotas that they need to arrest certain amount of people. They need to write certain amount of tickets. It's, it's a never ending. It's like, it's not like the system is designed this way specifically to cause chaos. That's, that's why we've got murderers and killers, molesters and all kind of shit running around free doing nothing. But someone actually just for disorderly conduct, but they still have yet to bring anybody justice in the Jeffrey Epstein trial, right? Any no no nobody in his black book has been brought to justice. Nobody. Not a single person, right? Not Clinton, not Gates, Oprah, not, not Trump, <laughs> not anybody. I mean, as a matter of fact. Uh, the funny thought thing about it is uh, Trump even went a step further and he, I mean, Clinton ditched Secret Service 22 times to party with Jeffrey Epstein. Hmm, wonder what he was doing. And then, you know, you get Prince Andrew. He's, yes. he's still ace of his hell over there. But then Trump hires all of, he hires Alex Acosta, the guy that gave Epstein the sweetheart deal. He hires Skull and Bonesman, Steve Mnuchin, and Epstein friend Wilbur Ross. On and on and on. He even hired Alan Dershowitz, not yeah. only Epstein's lawyer, but accused alongside of Epstein. Exactly. Argued that the age of consent should be 14. And when people got back, he got backlash for that. He said, no, I, I definitely think I should be able to rape 14-year-old girls. Yeah. yeah. It's, and you say, you say these things, and there'll be some listeners and possibly siblings thinking, what on earth is he talking about? This is hey, just go to Google it. I mean, it comes right up. It doesn't even. So there's certain things that you come up with and you Google it and, you know, it'll be some disinformation. You have to you have to check that. You don't just check one website. Yeah. But this comes right up. You just type in Alan Dershowitz, 14 year old sex. It's going to come right up from mainstream. What what the normals, what the regulars would determine as credible news sources. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's. Yeah. Please, uh, as I always do, I urge everyone to, to question everything. Everything should be questioned. You know, get to your un- get to your understanding of whether that's true or or, or not true. Um, 
because you you'll find very quickly that a lot a lot of what we were taught and we were told and we hold steadfast to which will be which is supposed to be true and accurate is lies 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 how did you get to um to this point um i just like you 911 uh, not immediately afterwards, but when I came to the information, I basically heard a old Wu Tang album talking about uh, the Illuminati, mm. um, Wu Tang Forever Disc Two, and then I googled that word, and then I started finding Jordan Maxwell and David Icke and Fritz Springmeier yes. and Alex Jones, and then I just then I was like Bohemian Grove that can't possibly be real i would definitely have heard about that if that's true and then i look at it and it's, i get results from newsweek magazine one of the yeah. biggest pub publishers here in the united states and i'm like okay that that's they got photographs yeah of these i'm like okay what else don't i know and i went and i verified it took me a few years to go back and forth on the 9-11 watching all the information reading the 9-11 commission reading the debunkers the debunking the debunkers the debunking yeah. the debunkers and then I was still left with all these questions after a few years. And then it, and then it all becomes painfully obvious. And then when someone tells you, you know, you have a, you have a duty to do something about this mm. and, and you do, you know what I'm saying? So I was just like, fuck it, man. I'm not really good at anything else. I might as well try to perform a service right here. Definitely. So, so did you see um, auditing videos before you started jumping, before you started doing one yourself? taking the time to tune into cfr network if you enjoyed the content don't forget to like comment subscribe and if you ain't already most definitely share if you'd like to go that step further and to support the broadcast go over to sbmentality.com and go get yourself some merch and also go check out my sponsor over at instagram supreme of the uk thank you for your continued support Trying to show you what money did Companies, businesses So when I die, there's something left for my kids to split For my kids to flip They're saying it could be 1.5 All I gotta do is pitch the script The difference is They just rap like and act like But we're actually trying to live this shit You think it's hard to entertain this thing you think it's hard, yo, looking, searching for Kane again Sitting in my office with six Lithuanians Talking about this juice star that's coming through Spain again 
<laughs> Truthfully, brother, I ain't got the mind for it. If it ain't about M's, I ain't got the time for it. I feel that I'm too divine for it. And truthfully, I'm feeling like too refined for it. Sitting down, there's black marble floors beneath us. Two Russian divas staring at Mona Lisa, discussing Mona's pieces, debating Plato's speeches. When I write, it's like when Omni wrote Adesis. Socrates, Aristotle, I know their speakers. Churchill, 43, oh, I know their speakers. I know their weakness, and I know their secrets. They can't believe this. I know my Jesus. They can't believe this. The room is speechless. So much knowledge just pouring out of a nigga's ethos. But what they don't know, that I know my deepness. And when it's said and done, yo, I know my reaches. And I know what I'm hearing. All these fucking fake trap stars that's living with their parents. Come on. Please don't make me call you up. If you're telling kids, then please tell them what it's all about. Cause I know you won't convince the kids. Me? I won't convince the kids to live And step the fuck up out the matrix Nigga let's get back up to the basics Look the time we've wasted It's time we start face this I'm a nigga I hate this I hate this See this time we've wasted My nigga yo I hate this But I know about the age Suffering The basics Money on your mind, guns in the closet, a art full of ape, a phone full of rubbers, and everybody's nubbins. No one ain't a problem. Ain't trying to make this option, they were option. Bruv, cause when there's money on your mind, guns in the closet, a art full of ape, a phone full of rubbers, and everybody's nubbins. Nobody's a problem. Ain't trying to make this option, they were option.